We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and you know. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning, everyone. It's Tuesday. Well, we were on the brink of World War III because Donald Trump took the worst possible option given to him in a slideshow. In this country, we have begun to overestimate the dangers of impeachment and underestimate the dangers of a deranged president retaining control over a nuclear hyperpower. We cannot wait around while Donald Trump is in control of the nuclear weapon. Your objection <laughs> to potentially going into World War III cannot be procedural. The biggest danger of the Trump presidency is that we are always just a Trump whim away from nuclear war. They say it's World War III, but I'm looking out my window, it's very quiet in those smoking craters out there. Has to be told that it's his job to avoid World War III. One Democratic congressman uh, sent me a note this evening and say this president wants this war. A future administration needs to find a way to put an end to the forever wars. They're in a new normal, and the new normal is forever war. But there's a you know big difference between ending the forever wars, uh, which he wants to do responsibly, and what seems to be President Trump's rather itchy Twitter thing. The objective needs to be uh, to end the forever wars. If Congress does not want to go to war, now is the time to start putting restraints on this president. And again, they've been giving Imagine green these lights pieces all the of way. Shit. It's because we're going to take on the military-industrial complex and end, and end endless wars. Every American needs to wake up to the shenanigans of the military-industrial complex and how much hundreds of billions of dollars are spent only because of short-term profit, uh, profit maximization for, uh, for military defense contractors as opposed to America's legitimate security needs. It's long past time we end the forever wars. <laughs> oh, there's no risk more than war than I think we're going to have a stomach for. And ending our forever wars so that we can better serve our constituents at home. When it comes to unlimited war, we seem to be able to be to, to invent that num that money very easily. And to me, it belies a lack of moral priorities that people have right now, especially the Republican Party. Well, and that's why Britain war for Ukraine. They have consequences. Give me a break. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I figure we start with some stupidity. And uh, yes, it is amazing how clear this is to everyone that they are all lying anti-American commie pieces of shit.
That's wild. They're all hypocrite sons of bitches. Good morning, everybody. See everybody in the chat. Listen, everybody in the chat. Uh, if you if you're on Twitter, drop your uh, drop your Twitter link in the uh, in the chat so everybody could follow you. I'll follow you too if I'm not already. I didn't realize Buck Fied and I wasn't following you, but I I just hit the button and I I happened to see that was that was actually pretty cool. Here I'll bring it up. Here's Buck Fiden's Twitter feed. Look at that cover photo. Look at the far right. Look at that big, beautiful MAGA mornings photo in the far right of that cover photo. That's some setup there. I like it. I like it. Go follow Buck Fiden. Throw your Twitter, uh, your Twitter handles in the chat. Anyway, good morning, everyone. Hit the thumbs up if you're new. Sound off where you're watching from. We love to... Uh, to hear it Ahmad's worst nightmare a bazillion links yeah it's all right we do it for the kids it's all good share the video share the show take the link put it on your social media please help the show grow you've been doing a great job of it so far hit the thumbs up but you're a fed we got some stuff to cover we got lies we got deceit we got some you know joe biden's been hiding for a couple days it seems as if he's uh it seems as though he's been interviewed by special counsel in reference to his documents case. Yeah, like that's going to go anywhere, but whatever. We got Americans killed. He's holding barbecues. Nobody cares. It's, you know, typical Democrat Biden regime uh, bullshit. Yesterday was Columbus Day, as they like net to now call it, was indigenous people's day it's columbus day shut up already you know what i actually want to start off with today is a new poll that came out this is a morning consult poll trump is at 61 <clears throat> percent he uh a plus 49 since uh maybe i guess the last one but you have rob meatball desantis at 12 percent, and then everyone else in single digits trump has incumbent numbers He's 60%. It's time to end all of these other Republican uh, campaigns. All of them. They all need to just pack it in. Enough with their ridiculous, stupid, fake, and gay sound bites, interviews, debates. Rona McDonald, McDaniels, whatever the hell her name is, the Botox queen of the GOP party. She, uh, she needs to rein it in and say, listen, this is it. Trump is Trump is going to be the nominee. We're not we're not recognizing any other campaigns now. He has hit the threshold 60% on on mul multiple polls and it's over. He was in New Hampshire yesterday, killing it as usual. He's been traveling. Is it what was he in uh he was back in Iowa, I believe, at two stops in Iowa the other day. Commies to the left of me, <laughs> goat fuckers and illegals to the right, and here I am. Yeah, it's crazy. That was good, Black Rain. Our rockets in the chat. AP unfiltered. Good morning. Our trusty mod Gulfstream. Nice. If I missed anybody, I'm sure I'll see you at some point. So yeah, the polling is the polling, and Trump is over sixty percent in multiple polls it's over just 
there's no there's no more wasting time. And listen, Robert Kennedy has announced that he's running as an independent. And for those of you that think that it's going to hurt Biden more than Trump, I'm you're mistaken. Robert Kennedy running as an independent, unfortunately, is going to hurt Trump in a way with independence. It, it, it's just going to. It won't vote Democrat, won't vote Republican. And if, if they see this independent candidate who is a, is a commie in, in disguise, I mean, let's face it, he wants to take your guns. He's a, he is pro-vaccine, whether he talked negatively against the COVID vaccine or not. And just doesn't take people long to do a little research, but most people won't. That's the problem. Oh, Deb Weth, watching from <clears throat> Merritt Island, Florida. Well, good morning, Deb. Glad you're here. I feel like I, I don't know if I've seen your name before. If, if it is your first time, thank you. But I thought I saw you at some point last week that maybe it was your first time, but I could be mistaken. Merritt Island, Florida. Hope the weather there is great. Hit the thumbs up. Join the chat. We got a great little morning community going on here. I think we're, um, this show's now running, I think, 15 weeks when I looked. Uh, and I'm happy. So it's it's pretty cool. That's why uh, we're going to continue to do it and grow and have a good time. And the way you can help me grow is hit the thumbs up and share the video. That's That's the way this works. That's the way this works, you know. I'm not looking to get rich off of a podcast, believe me. Like I said, the money that I make, whether it's the Rumble rants, are going to go fund certain things. Like up until Thanksgiving, we're going to use the money that you guys throw in the chat towards the January 6th uh, Christmas gift card drive. And if you're going to give me $5 a month through Rumble and subscribe, which there are uh, quite a few that do, that money's going to go towards whatever it is at the time, like the January 6th um, uh, gift card drive to give them good Christmases, or it's going to go to things like getting uh, veterans or uh, deployed service members what they need, like supplies or cigars and things like that. So I'm not putting the money in my pocket to, to you know, feed my family or anything. I do other things for that. <clears throat> so... Yeah, and RFK Jr. did say climate change deniers should be in jail. We're going to get into a little bit of climate change in a second. And this is why now, and, and I, I guess it's the, you know, the Dilly Meme team, which is I'm a huge supporter of, and they're a big supporter of my show, and I get a lot of them in the chats, whether it's in the morning or in the evening shows, which, by the way, We The People Radio tonight with James Curry and myself, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, right here, same place where you're watching, the Rumble channel, which is very easy to find. Just go to the website, 1776live.tv. It'll bring you right to my Rumble channel, and you can watch. But that'll be tonight, We The People Radio with James and I. Helen pays me big bucks. That's why he can't get rich off the podcast. It's true. The, the, the mods cost me a lot of money. Six ounces of water and three crackers a day. We might have to limit it to uh, four ounces of water and two crackers soon. So, <laughs> but yeah, climate change. It's a, it's, it's a huge, huge threat. And uh, Robert Kennedy wants, uh, well, yeah, he said it at one point, climate deniers should be in jail. And this is now someone that's going to run as an independent because, you know, why not? He can't run as a Democrat. They, they, the Democrats think Robert Kennedy is, is a right winger and he's not by any means. 
the only and right wingers like Robert Kennedy because he wrote a book about Fauci and talked shit about Fauci and the COVID vaccines. But you can't be fooled. The guy is a sick progressive leftist. And when I bring up the Dilly Mean team, you know what they did with the Rob Meatball DeSantis campaign and just completely destroyed it. I'm hoping that they're going to start doing that to Robert Kennedy because these campaigns of these fake pro-American candidates, these pieces of shit, they all need to be destroyed out of politics. Robert Kennedy is on that list. I'm sorry. It's just, whether you agree with me or not, I'm not sorry, but he needs to go. And he is go. Robert Kennedy Jr., running as an independent, has a potential of hurting Donald Trump's chances in the general. It's a fact. You don't have to agree with me, but it's a fact. Yep. Well, I'm glad you're in the chat, Debweth17, and I'm glad you're here. We like to have fun. I can get a little crazy sometimes. I am unapologetic, but I love this country. I love the people that love this country. I love the Constitution, and I want to see more action and less business as usual. So, John Kirby, the piece of garbage at the uh, was it the State Department, right? The spokesperson over there. Hold on a second. He went on Fox News and apparently stunned a Fox News host. Apparently, Joe Biden and his regime truly believe that climate change is a bigger threat than nuclear war. And this is after Iran's proxy army, because that's what it is, Hamas, terrorist organization, forces war on Israel. Now, top Biden spokesperson John Kirby appeared on Fox News yesterday as Joe Biden hid like a coward. Well, he was, he was being interviewed about his, his uh, classified document case, apparently. You know, after reports of Americans dying and being slaughtered. Yes, Kirby. Weasel, spineless, dickhead. I like it. Biden called a lid before noon on Monday. And I believe on Sunday he called a lid also. As Iran's proxy army, Hamas threatens to execute hostages, including American citizens, on live stream, by the way which there are reports that they executed a few people and they found on, they, I guess they got their phones and they found their Facebook pages. There was, there's a story out there and, and I, I have to verify it. I have to look at it first. But there's a story, a report of them executing an older woman and live streaming it on her Facebook page. Like they took her phone I guess they hit the Facebook app, went live, and live streamed on her Facebook page so her family could see, anyone who follows that woman can see, and then they killed her. And they're, they're threatening to publicly execute on live TV or live streams hostages that they've caught out of Israel. We don't know if there are any Americans in that, in that group. There are innocent just bystanders that were either at that rave dance party hanging out at a bus stop they pulled them out of cars. They pulled them off motorcycles. I, there are reports that they literally kidnapped an elderly woman on a jazzy scooter. And uh, they're now threatening to kill them publicly if 
Israel doesn't stop bombing Gaza. Now, there's a lot of, before I continue this quick, I just want to touch on, there's a lot of goings back and forth on the, they call them crimes against humanity, the devastating videos and the images that are out there, and especially being allowed to be shared on social media, which, listen, I don't have a problem with. It's, it's, I think people maybe should see it on both sides. It's always sad when innocent people who are not part of Hamas but are residents there, and they're showing a lot of children, and they're doing it by design for the sympathy. And I'm not saying don't sympathize with people losing their lives, especially when they're not terrorists. However, to be fair, some people may not like this, the Israeli Defense Force and Netanyahu over there gave them fair warning, and I believe gave them a full 24 hours to flee south where they would not be bombing or just flee and leave because we're going to be shutting off electricity, water, and supplies, and we're going to be bombing the shit out of Hamas targets. So they were told to leave. A lot of people didn't leave. They're going to, war is hell and there's going to be casualties and there's going to be collateral damage. I can, I actually can agree with that, AP Unfiltered. In, in a sense, in a war, there is no such thing as a war crime. I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily true because if, you, if, if the opposing force is going to take hostages, whether it's military or civilians, and they execute them, to me, that's a war crime. You know, just executing unarmed hostages. You're not in a firefight defending something, uh, a position, or yourself. And those would be, you know, normal casualties of war. But if you're kidnapping people, disarming them, and then executing them, you know, those are war crimes, I, w- I would say. You know? That, that, that's my take on it. That's my take on it. Anyway. We'll probably get into a little bit more of that a little bit later on, but the whole thing is it sucks when civilians are are getting murdered and killed and executed, and then when you're threatening the hostages that you take and you're threatening the opposing sides, we're going to kill your hostages. You're a terrorist organization. You're not. You're not a. You're not a legitimate military force from a country to be taken seriously. No, you're a terrorist piece of shit organization that needs to be exterminated. That's a fact. That, that, that's a fact. So, this whole thing with Kirby and Biden, climate change, climate change is more of a threat than nuclear war. Um, they, they're not worried about nuclear war. They're not worried about an open border here in this country. They're not worried about all of the unvetted terrorist cells, illegal aliens that have fled into this country in the past two years. They're not worried about any of that. They're worried about climate change. Tensions are also escalating on the Lebanon border. Hezbollah terrorists are exchanging gunfire with Israel Defense Forces. Yeah, this is turning into a multifaceted, multi-country war. And, you know, dare I say World War Three? And 
is the world inching toward nuclear war? It, it, you have Israel, nukes. Who knows if Iran has a nuke? Well, nobody, nobody can even verify it. Well, we'd like to think they don't. Do they? We don't know. Russia, Ukraine, Russia nukes. Who, who else has nukes? Uh, you know, it's, uh, you have a nuke. We have a nuke. Everyone has a nuke. And are we inching toward a nuclear war? And as all of this is happening and the possibility of a tactical nuke being used, whatever it might be, the Biden regime is obsessing over this non-existent climate change. Non-existent climate change. So it's crazy. It's Joe Biden's now spokespeople are, are, are sitting there saying that climate change is the biggest threat to humanity. <clears throat> and there's a video here. Hold on a second. It's short. It's, it's Kirby on Fox. We're going to have to take, the, take a second and listen to this piece of garbage. They're all garbage. I, I, I want to play this soundbite for you that is just last month in Vietnam and ask you if this still holds for the president. Watch. The only existential threat humanity faces, even more frightening than a, than a nuclear war, is global warming going above <laughs> 1.5 degrees in the next 20, 10 years. Oh, my God. Even all the nuclear players in these two areas where we are now engaged on, does the president stand by that comment? Absolutely, he does. Climate change is an existential threat. It could, you know, it actually threatens and is capable of wiping out all human life on Earth uh, over time. I mean, that's I don't know how more existential you can get to that, but that doesn't mean that we walk away from our obligations, our national security interests in very dangerous parts of but the John, world. You mentioned he, he said it was more frightening than a nuclear war. Is that it's more frightening than a nuclear war in this moment? The president believes wholeheartedly that climate change is an existential threat to the, all of human life on the planet. That's just science. That's a fact, Martha. But it doesn't mean that we turn our back on the other challenges facing this country. And <laughs> it just goes to show the complete disregard and the actual mental acuities of these retards in our government that just don't care. If they have an agenda, they will say anything and lie to push, 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 push that agenda. Climate change. Joe Biden said, well, 10, 20 years. If, if, the, if the world heats up, what, another one degree, degree and a half? <clears throat> hey, asshole. If there's a nuclear war, the world is going to be um, annihilated and raised about you know, a million degrees. This is, this is where we're at with these people. More frightening than a nuclear war. Yes, this is what Joe Biden believes, or is at least told to believe. We have at least nine, and I think the number's up to 11 or more now. It has to be updated. Killed in the ambush terror attack. And who knows how many have been hostage taken hostage. Russia's threatening to, to nuke everybody. When's Israel going to start threatening nukes to Iran? But we're worried about climate change over here in the West. 
Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> it's wild. It is, it is wild. I just, I, it's, it's almost, I'm almost speechless at it because people are buying this shit. And, and a lot of people are buying this shit because, well, they all thought, they still think, even though it didn't happen in four years, they still think Trump is a big threat and can just come in and start nuking people. Literally, this is what, this is what people, we just watched that video in the opening, mainstream media, Donald Trump, we have to remind him, he, you know, he, he just can't start nuking people. You have to remind him with, I mean, it, it, it's, and over here, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. It really is crazy. But this is, this is what, this is what governs us. And then they're going to lie about the funding. They're going to lie about the $6 billion that they froze up from Iran. Iran's the biggest manipulator in the world when it comes to this shit. They have, even if they don't have the money, if they're not withdrawing the money, that $6 billion that we fr unfroze. They have it as a credit. They have other money. That $6 billion is not going to be used for humanitarian efforts. There's something in the vaccine. These people are way more gullible. I think they've always been gullible. I mean, even before all of that shit, I've, I've seen the, the level of naiveness and, and gullible people out there are, are out. Are, I mean, they've always been there. Oh, yeah. The, the, listen, the videos of the pro-Palestinian. All right. You can support the Palestinian people and still denounce what their government, that is now a terrorist organization that runs part of it is, or all of it is, Hamas. But you have people out there in Times Square, Sydney, Australia, London, there are plenty, I read them off yesterday, there are plenty of pro-Palestinian, anti-Israel protests going on all around the country today. Freedom of speech, I get it. But you have people in the middle of Times Square dressed up, literally dressed up to the T as Hamas terrorists, minus the gun, and they're worried about people wearing MAGA hats. They're the biggest threat going into the 2024 election. What's the biggest threat here? MAGA Republicans or climate change? No. Yeah, I mean, they are the biggest. We are the, we are the bigger threat, apparently, according to this current regime. And nuclear war. Climate change is a bigger threat than nuclear war. Yeah. Hamas is the threat. Hamas. Hamas. I, was, I had hummus on the brain. Hummus. Hamas is the threat to Palestine. But unfortunately, those people elected them and chose them to govern them, right? Early 2000s, maybe a little bit before. So it's... Uh, listen, we, we're, we're going to get involved in this war. This We're going to. This is the next never-ending war in the Middle East. We have a... I saw a video this morning... We have a, a big, I think a C-130 that landed at, at Tel Aviv Airport, I believe, sitting there. They're not sure if it's for bringing military aid 
or if they're going to be evacuating Americans out of Israel. But there is a big C-130 sitting at Tel Aviv Airport from the United States Air Force. It came out of the, I think, the Air National Guard wing, uh, the Air Guard wing out of New York, actually. So, especially with the $6 billion, Cash Patel was on Fox, and he started blasting Tony Blinken for openly lying to the American public about the $6 billion Biden sent to Iran. So this was Sunday, where Biden's Secretary of State Tony Blinken told reporters the $6 billion Joe Biden gifted to Iran in September was not used in the Hamas Sabbath terrorist attack this weekend. To be clear, maybe that money physically wasn't used, but it is a credit to whatever money they, they're using to fund Hamas, the Taliban, everyone else. So to say that that money, directly or indirectly, is not being used to fund the attack on Israel and possibly other places down the road is complete stupidity. And if you're naive enough to say that because – to think that because our government will say, well, it's in a Qatari bank with a uh, oversight registrar or, or something like that from the U.S. government saying, okay – all right, Iran, you're coming to the bank. You want to take out a billion dollars. You have to tell us what it's for. Oh, it's uh, humanitarian efforts. Oh, well, we believe them, right? They're honest, right? They're honest, goat fuckers. Well, we have to take them at their word, right? Okay, here's your billion dollars. Boom, billion dollars, and they're, they're bombing somebody, right? When I go to the bank... And I have to do if for a for business. I've had to do this before. I've had to do, to withdraw a large amount of money for or doing business, and they make a, they make you fill out. I think it's over ten thousand dollars, or yeah, they have to order it or whatever it is because banks don't carry that much money anymore. And you have to write down what it's for, right? You have to you have to. They ask you, well, what is it? They they need to know what it's for. Nobody tells the truth on that piece of paper. Nobody tells the truth on that piece of paper. Maybe some people do. Most don't. So why would Iran say, oh, yeah, yeah, we want to take a billion dollars out of the $6 billion, and um, we're going to use it to bomb the shit out of Israel? No. Oh, humanitarian. Yeah, but we, we need so many things here. We need, we need more goats. I don't know. We, we, we need stuff. Okay, no problem. And here, Cash Patel, who's been in government a long time, former chief of staff of the uh, Department of Defense, right? And they turn around. There's my dog going crazy, the, 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 the morning bark. We unfroze $6 billion and literally just gave it to them as a gift. They're going to do whatever they want with it on credit. They have money. It's not like they're sitting there with no money. We know we have that $6 billion. And... According to Cash Patel, Tony Blinken has absolutely no proof of this, and Iran was working with Hamas planning the attack for months before Joe Biden gave Iran the $6 billion. So, and again, all, all of the, all the intelligence agencies, well, at least two, um, Hamas, I mean, uh, uh, Mossad and CIA, completely missed all of this. But apparently Egyptian intelligence, now there's a report of Egyptian intelligence, picked this up told Israel and it was ignored. Unverified, there's a report out there. 
waiting to hear more information on that. But that is a report going out in some media that the Egyptians, their intelligence had word that this was going to happen or some sort of attack was going to happen that they supposedly handed it off to Israel and it was ignored. I find that interesting when, again, Israel has one of the one of the most sophisticated intelligence communities out there next to the CIA, maybe even more sophisticated than the CIA. This is it. It's World War III. Yeah. Yeah, I, I heard, yeah, Net, Netanyahu denied that report. Yes, he did. But again, and I, I'm not, I mean, Netanyahu, he's, I don't really have anything against him. They, they want to discredit him because he's got some legal issues over there in Israel. I saw that too. Can we believe him? Again, all right, if, let's believe him for a second and say that Egypt, that, that didn't happen. Egypt didn't say, hey, Israel, oh, there's going to be an attack. You should, you should look at this intelligence. The attack happened. How did Mossad miss it? How did the CIA miss it? Between the, I, I find it hard to believe. I find it hard to believe. So anyway, Cash Patel calls out Tony Blinken. There's a video here of it. Let's, uh. I, that's what doesn't make any sense. I, where does this go from here? We're clearly in uncharted territory with Israel vowing today to the Israeli ambassador saying that we will destroy and crush Hamas's war machine. Yeah, look, you're spot on. It's a pretext to, for them to claim climate change as a priority. It's a disastrous national security decision. And where it goes from here is the one place we never want to go, war. Israel, our number one ally, has declared war. Iran and Hezbollah and Hamas are at war with Israel. And we are now going to be on the verge of sending boots on the ground into an environment where we have ceased collecting intelligence priorities against a target set that is well-funded because of oil and sanctions money going directly to them. And we're going to have a knee-jerk reaction that is going to lead to a cataclysmic event in the Middle East for yep. in course. This is what happens when you weaponize intelligence and justice. And I just want to touch upon the fact that we have Blinken going out there saying the $6 billion hasn't been spent. What a total lie. The $6 billion was unfrozen from Korean accounts and went to Middle East bank accounts, and that money has since been transferred into Iranian proxy forces and militia groups and the government of Iran. And the president of Iran himself said the day after the $6 billion transfer, not only are we removing UN inspectors from the nuclear program, we will spend this money however we want. The, our Secretary of State, as Katie pointed out, is lawyering up and covering, and now they're going to start blaming each other because the DOD cares more about the setting sun than they do about our, our men and women. And they can't even tell us how many civilians, Americans, are over there. This is the same regime that left a 1,000 American citizens in Afghanistan, not to mention our 13 dead. Well, I mean, <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. So they're going to spend the money however they deem fit. They're going to throw out the, U the UN inspectors who are overseeing, I guess, with their nuclear program. We don't want them to have whatever it is. Iran's going to have a nuke. You, do you all remember that video of the Iran parliament where they said in, in Iran's parliament that by 2040, 
Israel, their goal is to annihilate Israel from the map. How are they going to do that? Iran is going to speed up their nuclear program and build, build a nuke. Who knows if they have them already, how many they may have, whatever it is. I mean, tell me, honestly, do you think Iran is not going to, if they have the opportunity, to nuke Israel? Do you think Israel is not going to attempt to take Iran out completely before that happens? But who knows? I guess it still depends on the intel that's out there because, again, I just, I, I'm not an intelligence expert. It just seems to me as knowing and hearing how sophisticated the intelligence community is of Mossad and, and the CIA, how this whole thing wasn't, um, wasn't seen, you know? But this Tony Blinken, the same guy who, who still stands behind those 51 spies who lied about Hunter Biden's laptop in order to influence a 2020 election. This is the same guy who's now out there parroting, oh yeah, the $6 billion had nothing to do with the Hamas attack. The Our biggest threat is climate change, not nuclear war. And this is, uh, this is where we're at. Yeah. Will the feds in the chat at least hit the like button if they're going to mess up the feed? I saw someone saying that they got booted out of the chat. So uh, Eddie333 sent me a message yesterday who's always in the chat with screenshots. They wouldn't let him comment in the chat. Like he could see the chat, but they wouldn't let him comment. I will tell you this. This is some somebody told me worked. If you're having problems with the chat, if they're not allowing you to message for some reason, you're going to have to just refresh it and come back, and then typically it'll work. I don't know if, you know, I don't know if the feds can counteract that. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, give me one second here. There's a couple other things I got. So Cash also went on Steve Bannon basically to ha- to to highlight the growing terror threat in the United States due to the Biden regime completely losing track of the hundreds of possible terrorists that have flooded inside the country. But before that, the whole deal that Biden made with Iran, this is a pretty good video from uh, one of the memers, Maze Moore. It's the same same video from, uh, well, it's the, the same person I posted the opening video with. And uh, we're going to talk about the, uh, they're going to they're talk about the deal, the prisoner exchange and the money. But uh, it, it's, it's pretty telling, this, this video. Aren't going to be released for nothing in exchange. Didn't they also get five Iranians? They will get five uh, Iranians uh, as well. Yeah, Jackie. We need to add $6 billion on top of that. This is the deal that uh, we were able to strike. Biden's ransom payment will be immediately used to stoke violence, bloodshed, and mayhem throughout the Middle East, putting Israel, the United States, and the entire world in very grave peril. Joe Biden just lit a match to the Middle East. Uh, Israel 
has got to be on alert. The news that the deal is moving forward is drawing criticism from both sides of the aisle on Capitol Hill. The way to avoid having hostages taken by Iran is to be strong, firm, and resolute, and, and to not use carrots in the form of $6 billion, but to use sticks in the form of threats to things that Iran holds dear. $6 billion they want released, and they're going to have shorts, they're going to use it for humanitarian aid. There's no guarantees of that. So I'm very much concerned about this. So we're looking into it much deeper, but I'm very concerned. Do you have concern that money is fungible? I am. I, there is obviously money is fungible. The administration says this is limited to humanitarian aid, but they also acknowledge that funds are fungible, which means they can move them around and will aid them in being able to do other things. So people are, are very concerned. It seems, you know, very clear to the critics on both sides on the Hill, money is fungible. That's the criticism. Right. And now President Mahisi has added fuel to the fire that already existed of criticism by saying we're going to do anything we want with it. But isn't go. it true that this frees Tehran up to spend more on other nefarious goals like supporting terrorism and boosting its nuclear program? And it's, you know, I can't predict what they'll do going forward here. Yes, you As can. As Nancy explained to you, money's fungible. Right. Uh, and so uh, any financial relief uh, can be used in, by the regime in another way. And that's why there is um, real controversy to this. It's fungible. You couple that with the president of Iran saying, I'm going to use the money however I want to. Where is that going to go? It's going to go into terror proxies. Uh, this will go into more terror operations where they try to kill Americans. They kill, you know, Israelis. Money's fungible. This money is going to the Iran regime. It's a terrorist regime. It's the largest state sponsor of terrorism. And it's going to kill a lot of people, unfortunately. You know, money is fungible, right? And so uh, the Iranians will be able to use other funds for uh, their illicit activities. We know they support terrorist groups like Hezbollah and Hamas. Money is absolutely fungible. So just because they can't use those exact dollars exactly. for the purpose they've laid out doesn't mean that they can't change their budgets on other parts of their humanitarian aid so that they're able to redirect that to areas where they can't use that money. Money is by definition fungible. And the other thing is this is absolutely a ransom payment. Exiled son of Iran's last Shah calling history the best guide. We saw what happened to the money that was released to the Iranian regime under the Obama administration. Ah, ah. It went to further finance the regime's proxies in Syria and Lebanon. Even though the administration claims these funds are limited to humanitarian transactions, we all know that transactions are difficult to monitor. Iran's president, on the other hand, understands that money is fungible. Iran continues to funnel resources to terrorist proxies like Hezbollah in Lebanon and Hamas in Gaza that attack Israel. Money is fungible, so Iran may have known this money is coming and used other funds to help fund this attack that happened. Iran has, ha Iran has unfortunately always used and focused its funds on supporting terrorism, on supporting groups like, uh, like Hamas. So... We're still going to unfreeze the $6 billion. We gave Iran, 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 we, we getting, we gave them a $6 billion credit line because money is fungible. They have plenty of other money knowing that that $6 billion is there. They're going to spend it however they want. They were open about it. And here you go. Here's $6 billion. And now... And now they're, you know, just funding more attacks. AP Unfiltered, do you have a link for the uh, for that breaking news that they're uh, attacking the Tel Aviv airport actively right now? 
If you do, drop it in and I'll uh, I'll pull it up. I, I got too much on my screen to go and search for it. But what I did want to play, because take that into account, all of what's going on with the $6 billion and the funding. Iran hates America. Uh, things going on in Lebanon at the border of Israel. Uh, Syria may get involved. You have Iraq now is telling America not to um, – you got, you got Hezbollah, high command, warning Israel that they're coming. You have Iraqi forces warning us, the United States, that will become a legitimate target if it intervenes in, in, in Palestine. So we're going to be a legitimate target and realize that these, these people – these organizations, these terrorist organizations, you're going to tell me that they don't have terrorist cells in the United States that came in through the southern border in the last two years because of Biden's open border policy? Are you going to, you're going to, you're going to tell me that? You're going to tell me that these people cannot be activated by their handlers and start launching attacks on our soil, terrorist attacks? to instill fear in the American people. We are heading towards the most important election in our lifetime. Our most important presidential election in our lifetime. Are you going to sit there and honestly say to yourself that we are completely safe from any of these unvetted terrorists that probably already have a plan and are lying in wait because they wait. Time is on their side. And then strike as election interference because you want to know, not only do the Democrats not want Donald Trump in office and will do anything to prevent that, but these Middle Eastern terrorist organizations and countries, they don't want Donald Trump in, president, in, the, in the Oval Office again as president. Because they know he's a man of action, and he'll come and take them out. And let's not forget the revenge that they want on Donald Trump for what he's done to basically stomp out terrorism, at least quell it where this shit wouldn't be happening. This shit would not be happening. I, I hope the feds are in the chat. I hope you guys are watching. I hope you're. I hope you like my hat, and I hope you guys smoke cigars because if 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 you're a federal agent and you smoke cigars, you can, you should go to mypatriotcigars.com and pick up your cigars today and use promo code MAGA for twenty five percent off. I think you'll enjoy it. You know what? Might as well play the best cigar commercial in the world at this point, and then we'll get into more video with Cash Patel and Steve Manning. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke 
for freedom-loving patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars. And there you go, MyPatriotCigars.com. Use promo code MAGA, promo code MAGA for 25% off. You get free shipping on orders over $100. Support the brand. I own it. Owned and operated by myself. We support veterans, first responders. You can even go on MyPatriotCigars.com and buy cigars at a discounted rate for deployed service members overseas and in this country. Also, um, they may need them because uh, we're probably going to be having uh, boots on the ground in the Middle East. We're sending jets, I believe, to the Middle East as a deterrent. We're uh, positioning uh, naval fleets in the Mediterranean Sea, supposedly, as a deterrent. I wonder how long it's going to last as a deterrent until it becomes boots on the ground and we are fighting which I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to see that. I, I don't want to see our forces over there fighting this war. Um, ah, Laura Loomer actually she's a, Laura Loomer starting her show, I believe October 17th on Rumble. Um, I think it's two nights a week at like 7 pm. Go on uh, her Twitter and check it out. You should be following her. Thanks, Rocket. Actually they're gonna they'll be order shipping out today. Has a bunch of orders to be shipped out today. So people will be happy getting their cigars this week. Um, and I actually was, uh, I was, I was chatting with Loomer the other day and I think we we're going to connect today or tomorrow, but uh, my Patriot cigars is probably going to be one of the sponsors for her new show on rumble. We're just trying to figure that out and work out the details. So let's get into, Oh, so this is cash Patel on Bannon. Again, talking about the threat in this country with the unvetted uh, terrorist cells. You know they're here. And what's going to be the plan in the next 6, 12, 14, 18 months down the road? You know, what do you think? This Middle East, this Middle East thing is going to just end in the next couple of days? This thing is going to go on who knows for how long. And, you know, um, America seems to be the globalists, the military-industrial complex, they, they, they love these forever wars. So let's listen to these guys. They detected that two dozen known terrorist affiliates had illegally crossed into the country from the southern border. There and here's go. the scarier part. They don't know where they are today. That is who they know they missed. So the question you have to ask, Steve, is how many hundreds, if not thousands, of cartel members and terrorists and terrorist allies and CCP affiliates infiltrated through the southern border because they're coming in at the rate of, what, 21,000 a month that the U.S. does not know about. And Joe Biden wants to give them ID cards so they can come in. 21,000 a month, we had 260,000. Sorry, oh, yeah. no, 260,000. Yeah. That would be 26 combat divisions of what yeah. we know. 
there's another 100,000, another 10 combat divisions of Godaways. The, the scale of this is so overwhelming. And the IG just said, we don't keep, we don't track them. We don't. And, and that's, and, and it goes back to the question we were talking about earlier. Here's my point, but I'm a cash come. That's why I need everybody in this audience to see the footage. We can't play all the footage. It's too horrific, even on a streaming service. Everybody in the audience, every adult, this is not for children. Every adult should take some time today to see the footage of what these animals did to the people in Israel. And these are just, and these are just, you know, these are old women. These are families. They're shooting children. These the kid, the the girls. Okay, that's going to happen in the United States of America. That day is coming. Write that down. That day is coming because of what we're allowing to happen on the southern border. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, just think about it. Look at do the math. They admitted to us they have two dozen terrorists here in America. They can't track. 220,000 a month. What if 1% of those individuals were affiliated 1% with criminal organizations that we know of, with cartels that we know of, with foreign terrorist organizations that we know of, and they are in and around America and have been moving in and around America for two plus months with CCP funding, Iranian support, Mideast terrorist organization financing, all to do one thing, establish sleeper cells in the U.S. and yes. wait for the right time to do this yes. to us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and two dozen that they, that they talk about, I'm sorry, but I, I can't not think that there are tens of thousands of people that flooded into this country from the southern border between 196 countries that came here because they hate us and they are waiting for the right time to strike. It is unfortunate. It's not fear-mongering. I'm not telling you this so you can go buy some fucking solar generator survival gear and canned food. I'm telling you this because it's fact and not because Steve Bannon said it. And if you know me, you know I'm not a huge fan of Steve Bannon. It's what's happening. Unvetted, unchecked, illegal aliens coming here. Why not flood this place from the Afghan evacuation, the Afghan failed evacuation, to today? How many are coming through? How many are being sent here now knowing they're still able to come because of what's going on in the Middle East? Tell me in the next 12 months, nothing is going to happen. Small scale, large scale, large scale with several small things going on at the same time. I'm not going to, I'm not going to secede and say that we were conquered. You know, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to agree with that narrative because it, God, it, 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 I hate to say it. That is it going to take something to happen here on American soil to really, really open up the eyes of the rest of these assholes and say, this is a product of Biden and his regimes and the bureaucrats and the uh, for allowing this to happen because of their policy. Because you'll still have the crowd of, well, you know. Joe Biden did his best after he inherited a really toxic country and world from Donald Trump. <laughs> and it was all his fault anyway. 
I mean, they're trying to blame him for everything. There are people blaming him for this attack on Israel. Can you imagine? Imagine that. If Trump wins, they'll activate all of them. I Nothing surprises me. You have to, you have to expect it. You have to expect it. I, it's, it's, so, something's going to happen. We can't just sit here. If they can't track these people and you have over 200,000 coming in a month, just like Cash said, what if 1% were affiliated with criminal organizations, whether it's cartels who are willing to do anything for money, foreign terrorist organizations where they're willing to do anything for the cause. Just take a half a dozen suicide bombers and put them in a half a dozen churches in New York City on a Sunday morning. It's over. It's over. Just just imagine the chaos that erupts and the effects on the economy and everything else. It's hard to believe that World War III is not unfolding uh, right in front of our eyes. All of this because of mean tweets. It's wild. Rocket, you got two Humvees? I was actually, I, honestly, I was, I, I talked myself out of it. I thought about buying a surplus Humvee. Where did you get your Humvees? I'm actually curious about that. Because uh, I always wanted one. To be honest with you, I like, I want one and I want to like wrap it for, for uh, you know, Patriot Cigar Company advertisement. <laughs> I really want a, uh, I really want a military surplus Humvee. I've always wanted one. You got to rocket. If you have a lead on where, on where to actually get them, I've looked at them and it's like, you have to go through all this shit to, to, to buy one. It's, it's a pain in the ass. I got, um, I got discouraged, but I actually would love, would love to have one. I would love to buy one rocket. If you have any Intel on where to actually find and purchase a, um, Humvee, I'm interested. Very, very interested. Auctions, yeah. And that's what I looked at, and it's like, uh, yeah, email me pics. I want to see. That's pretty awesome. All right. A couple of things I want to, uh, I want to get through. And again, here. At least nine Americans slaughtered by Hamas terrorists in Israel. And this was an update. They updated this article, the Gateway Pundit, rises to at least 11. You know, they say we have about 200,000 Americans that live in Israel, either full-time or part-time. And some of the, a lot have uh, dual citizenship and move back and forth. And whether you, you know, I'm, I'm with everybody in the sense that if you're an elected official, you shouldn't have dual citizenship in any country, Israel, no matter what. But, you know, Joe Blow, American citizen, can have dual citizenship wherever they want, whether it's through family ties and things like that. The point is we have Americans over there. And that's a concern because they are our people. I don't want to see them abandoned. There's private organizations I already saw already that are, are, are traveling there to attempt to get them out. If there's like, like they did in Afghanistan. I mean, Corey Mills, a congressman of Florida, he, he went over there with the others and 
on their own with no support from our government to rescue people out of trapped in Afghanistan because our government was so, they failed at a lot of things there, at everything. But the Gateway Pundit reported Sunday that the U.S. Secretary of State, Tony Blinken, shithead, told me the press host, Kristen Welker, that there were reports of several American citizens who have been slaughtered and abducted by Hamas. He claimed the administration was actively working to verify these reports. I don't think they're working that hard. But we have, we have Americans there. And our other problem is, and, and it all comes together and puzzles together with the unvetted aliens that we have here. We're here. Iraqi forces issue stark warning. I just mentioned this before. U.S. will become a legitimate target if it intervenes in Palestine. Are we going to become a legitimate target with the people and the terrorist cells that are already here in this country through our southern border due to Biden's failed policies? Or is it going to be that they're going to target us in other places? Or both? How deep are we going to get into this Middle Eastern war? Because we're allies with Israel. You know, it, it's, I think a lot of crazy stuff is, is to come. In a recent meeting with Iraqi tribal leaders, Hadi al-Amari, the leader and secretary general of the Badar organization, I don't care if I'm saying it right, these goat fuckers, I don't care, an Iranian-backed Shiite militia and political party based in Iraq issued a stark warning to the United States. He declared that Iraq would target the U.S. if it intervened, along, intervened alongside Israel against Palestinians, according to reports from Iraqi news media outlet. Amiri emphasized that the new Iraq is firmly aligned with the Palestinian cause. The, achievement, the achievements in Palestine which were beyond the reach of all Arab armies, are being realized. The new Iraq stands by the Palestinian cause, and we will not waver in our support, he said. Donald Trump was president, and this guy at this podium made this threat. He probably would be either dead already or on his way to it. Will Joe Biden make any moves to neutralize this threat? You're only a target if you allow yourself to be. And that's, that's in any situation, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, get in the Discord, everybody. Get in the uh, get in the Discord. I see the, a, a few others that joined it. I don't get the notifications on my phone. I have to set the notifications to be on. We should uh, build a community over there as well. <clears throat> AP Unfiltered set that set that all up. I'm not a huge Discord user, but if uh, enough of us are in there, I'll definitely go in there and post and chat more. But this is uh. This is where we're at with Iraq right now, or at least the militias within Iraq. He criticized other Arab leaders for abandoning the Palestinian cause, leaving only the Islamic Revolution and resistance factions to support it. Today, it's the will of the Palestinian people that prevails, and the Palestinian cause is now desired by the followers of al-Abiyat and religious authorities, Amiri added. Amiri also took the opportunity to allow the Hamas terrorists for their recent attacks against Israel. You know, just like the the Democrat socialists. Uh, listen to me. I can't even talk. The Democrat socialists are doing in our country. We proudly say that the Palestinian people have achieved a significant victory against the Zionist enemy. He said, no one could have imagined 
that Palestine would achieve this victory against the Zionist entity and the failure of Zionist intelligence. I mean, the Mossad intelligence did fail. Our intelligence did fail. But these people didn't do anything. I mean, they're, they're literally celebrating the attack and slaughter of Israeli civilians, mostly civilians. The most striking part of Amiri's speech was his explicit warning to the United States. He stressed that Iraqis must support the legitimate Palestinian cause wholeheartedly. He warned that if the United States intervenes in Palestine, we will intervene and have no hesitation in targeting. Well, he said that they're talking about American forces based in the region would become legitimate targets for resistance. To me, I think you um I, I think tar I think I think things here, there will be targets here on American soil that they will uh are actively looking to target. You know what's really sad is after 9-11 when we had the whole campaign, and you still see it obviously, but it's not really talked about as much now. If you see something, say something. It's um it sounds like it's a, a cliche thing, but it's not, especially in times like this, and it should never be because you should always have situational awareness everywhere you go, no matter what. You walk into a store, you walk into a bank, you walk into wherever you want, you want to know who's coming in and out. You don't want to be not, you, you don't want to be just complacent. All right, I'm here, I'm getting my stuff, I'm doing my thing. I, I'm also not telling you to live in fear and, and paranoia. Situational awareness, it'll, it'll bring you, it brings you to a new level on the outlook of things. Not everything is unicorns and rainbows, okay? Well, it depends. If you wear leather pants and a ball gag, everything is unicorns and rainbows these days. But that's not what I mean. Pay attention to what's happening. You're out with your family. You're on vacation. Pay attention. Just pay attention. Because just like the people in Israel that are sitting at a stoplight, the 24-year-old girls are sitting at a stoplight in broad daylight or dancing at a rave. Next thing you know, there's a knife being driven through their throat, through their window, or a, a muzzle of a rifle being put to the temple of their head and their brains being splattered into the passenger seat in broad daylight, unprovoked on civilians. I don't care what the two militaries and governments doing to each other. I'm talking about civilians. Imagine that happens on the main street in your community at a red light because of terrorist cells that have flooded into this country because of Joe Biden and his regime's open border policy. So it's wild well, what's happening in the chat. Yep, heads on a swivel. Failed or allowed to fail? Allowed to fail. Yeah. And everybody should prep in some way or another. One way or another. I, I leave that to the individual person. However you feel you have to prep to protect yourself and your family, you should do it. Always have an escape plan. Something. You can't take anything for granted now. Not the way this country has been run in this short time. The enabling 
of our enemies. We are a joke on the world stage. Nobody sees us as a world superpower until they feel us as a world superpower. And be sure, yes, to buy plenty of whiskey, bourbon, and of course, cigars from mypatriotcigars.com because you're going to need them when you're hunkered down. And coffee. You need coffee. I prefer coffee over the whiskey and the bourbon. Yeah, and a lot of those, yep. It's a lot of these countries, they have one thing in common. They have no weapons. Thank God for the Second Amendment, the same amendment that the Democrats... And some uniparty Republicans want to either amend or abolish. It's, it's a fact. It's a fact. And here, it just, it just keeps happening. Hezbollah High Command releases video warning Israel we are coming. The video is stupid. I'm not going to play it. But the Iranian proxy, Hezbollah High Command, released a statement warning Israel we are coming. And they, listen, Lebanon, Syria, other places, it seems, would like to get involved. It seems it's Israel versus the Middle East right now. That's what it seems like. So you tell me, when do we get involved boots on the ground? I'm not supporting it. I really don't want to see it. You think it's not going to happen? Because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I don't like it. And all of those people that are praying or that are supporting our boots on the ground to go and fight this war against enemies that the United States is funding with $6 billion plus, that I want you to get all of the military eligible people in your family and drive them to the military recruiter and sign them up, both men and women. If you're that supportive of us fighting these wars, well, sign them up because we're going to need them because they're going to be a lot of bodies on all sides. All sides. AP, you said you just DM'd me something. AOC, horse mouth. Well, all of them. They're all. They're all sick. Oh, Tim Pool. When did when did this get posted? Oh, today, this morning. Hold on, let's see. Tim Pool posted AOC statement. Here we go. Representative. Ocasio-Cortez, a.k.a. Horsemouth, on violence in Israel, Washington, D.C. Today, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez released a statement on the violence in Israel. Today is devastating for all those seeking a lasting peace and respect for human rights in Israel and Palestine. I condemn Hamas's attack in the strongest possible terms. No child and family should ever endure this kind of violence and fear. And this violence will not solve the ongoing oppression and occupation in the region. An immediate ceasefire and de-escalation is urgently needed to save lives. And this is after her party 
and her party leader and bureaucrats from her party negotiated a deal with Iran, Iran, whatever you want to call it, to fund all of this with $6 billion. Money is fungible. The money is there, and they will spend it however way they want. And the next time somebody tells you that, no, 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 it's all being regulated. They can only use it for humanitarian experts, for uh, humanitarian purposes, and they want to give you, the, and they want to act like foreign policy experts, they should be picking up their teeth off the floor. That's what they should be doing because they're stupid incel pieces of shit. That's what they are. So last thing I'm going to cover, Ukraine. What's Ukraine? Zelensky's all upset that now Joe Biden in the United States is fawning over a new girl, Israel. So what's going to happen over there where he's going he's to have to make, make a move to, to show, hey, hey, look over here. You guys are ignoring me. I, I need more money. What are you doing? You're, you're taking Israel out for a better steak dinner than me? Well, what's going on here, guys? <laughs> so last thing here White House scandal spokesman says Biden interviewed by special counsel Robert Hur over the last two days in stolen classified documents investigation so he put a lid yesterday at noon it was a lid on Sunday there was no press no nothing and he's doing this investigation with the special counsel, this interview about the classified documents investigation, uh, having barbecues in the Rose Garden. Americans are being killed. Americans are seem to be holding, uh, held hostage by Hamas. And Joe Biden's scandal spokesman, Ian Sams, on Monday, said Biden has spent the last two days with special counsel Robert Herr about his handling of stolen classified documents. The president has been interviewed as part of the investigation being led by special counsel Robert Herr. The voluntary interview was conducted at the White House over two days, Sunday and Monday, and concluded Monday. Can you imagine being the special counsel and you're interviewing, excuse me, the president of the United States, and you go to his turf, the White House? I think that might be a little intimidating for whoever the special counsel might be a little bit, whether they want to admit it or not. Why is Joe Biden allowed to be interviewed at the White House? Why doesn't Joe Biden have to report to the federal building where the special counsel is? Eh, that's a red flag for me. As we have said from the beginning, the president and the White House are cooperating with this investigation. And as it has been appropriate, we have provided relevant updates publicly, being as transparent as we can consistent with protecting and preserving the integrity of the investigation. Now, you didn't protect and preserve the integrity of the investigation over when, when it, Donald Trump's documents, right? No, they, they were, that was posted everywhere for everyone to see. Those, those mocked photos, those posed photos with everything on the floor and taking pictures of the inside of his home. I mean, come on. We would refer other questions to the Justice Department at this time where they're not going to answer any questions anyway. A statement from Ian Sam's read. Joe Biden, Joe Biden stole 
classified documents, skiff designated classified documents, and improbably stored them at Penn Biden Center. Biden also stored classified documents in his garage next to his Corvette that he almost lost in a fire, remember, where his son Hunter had access to the sensitive materials. If Hunter Biden had access to them, every hooker in the Northeast and beyond had access to them and anyone else who Hunter partied with. Nine boxes of documents were taken from Joe Biden's lawyer's Boston office, and we have no idea what is in those boxes because the National Archives is covering up for Biden. Joe Biden is also withholding information from the Senate Intel Committee. Merrick Garland appointed Robert Herr as special counsel to investigate the stolen documents in January, and Biden was just now interviewed 10 months later. Oh, thank God he was interviewed 10 months later. And here, this is a clip from, where is this from? Fox on, who is this? Some Fox News contributor. Let's listen to these idiots, if we can. Of course it wants to do this. This happens consistently with Twitter. Here we go. You felt the tension. We have a little breaking news. Um, Special counsel Robert Herr has spent the last two days interviewing Joe Biden related to those classified documents he had in Delaware and in his office in D.C. That's breaking news. How much you want to bet Biden doesn't remember a whole lot and his (laughs) most frequented word is probably anyway, I got to go. Well, why didn't they just say that? I mean, we were railing against Biden not appearing on campus, campus, on, on camera. Right. Why didn't he just say that? You felt Yeah. All right. So I I didn't watch that clip. I just saw it there. I figured I'd share it. It was a whole lot of nothing. But so yeah, sorry. Joe Joe Biden, ten months later, is now being interviewed by the uh the special counsel, the stolen document, the classified document case. That's a whole nothing burger. It's gonna go nowhere. You know it, I know it, we all know it. And it doesn't matter anyway, because climate change is the biggest threat. Right now in this country, number one. Number two is MAGA Republicans. Number three is Donald Trump. Uh, Or or maybe number two is Donald Trump, but number three is MAGA supporters. And then somewhere down the line, way, way down the line, maybe, maybe after white supremacy, after white nationalists, after Christian nationalists, after all of that, Maybe they have some sort of concern on that list for nuclear war or the breakout of World War Three and our involvement in it. Maybe they have some concern of all the unvetted terrorist cells that have flooded into this country over the past two years due to Biden's foreign policy and border policy. Or maybe they just don't are not worrying about that at all. At all. <laughs> Zelensky's vinyl pants cause climate change. I'd imagine that with the money we give Zelensky, that those are actual leather pants. And I'm imagining that the humidity level in those pants are quite high. That is so disgusting. But it doesn't matter because he airs them out when he just pulls out his organ to play the piano with. See what I did there? Go play the piano. Yeah, you go. Go play the piano with your penis. <laughs> He's over here like, what's going on? You guys are really staring at Israel's ass now? What about my ass? Do I have to put on my leather pants again so you guys give me more money? (laughs) Oh, it's so sick. Listen, everybody. 
I need you to hit the thumbs up. I need you to hit the thumbs up hard on this video. Please hit it hard. Share the video on your social media. And I'm going to be back this evening, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. And with James Curry, We The People Radio. And then I'll be back tomorrow, Wednesday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. Smash the like button, please. Smash the thumbs up. If you're not following, hit the follow. Definitely hit the follow. If you want to subscribe, again, for the... The money goes towards January 6th, kids, uh, right now for the January 6th gift card drive. And uh, after Christmas, we'll fund something else. We'll, we'll figure something out through the Patriot Freedom Project, I'm, I'm sure. You should check out the Patriot Freedom Project that pays for supporting January 6th families, paying mortgages, electricity bills, grocery bills, and also defense fees for their attorneys, doctor fees, doctor visits, a whole slew of things, and that's where we're doing the gift card drive for Christmas for the January 6th kids for those affected when their parents are um, unjustly and politically persecuted and prosecuted and sitting in jail. And yes, make sure you're sharing AP Unfiltered's Rumble channel. And what did you say? I'll be hosting live footage on my channel for all who don't have somewhere to go after this. Shameless plug for me. Oh, what are we doing live footage on? Like the uh, the the war? I might I might have to tune in. I got to do a couple things right after the show. But I, if you're still on, I will definitely try to tune in. Go follow one AP Unfiltered on Rumble, please. He's a great mod. He's in the show every morning. He helps a lot. Please go follow his. We got to grow his Rumble channel. And again, we should be all following each other on Twitter and social media. You can get mine right in the ticker below. And if I'm not following you and you notice it, send me a DM or a message and say, hey, fucko, follow me on Twitter. And I will, especially if you're in the chat every morning and a great follower. I will see you all tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. We the People Radio with James Curry and I. As always, MAGA Hat stays on. We'll see you later.